0: Welcome to the ProfServe Traction Podcast, dedicated to exploring how professional services and technology businesses break through the ceiling. Here's your host, Steve Preda. Good day, listeners. Steve Preda here with the ProfServe Traction Podcast about how to turn your good professional services business into a great one. So this is episode four and today, I'd like to talk about a concept that I picked up from David Meister, who wrote the seminal Managing the Professional Services Firm, actually Managing the Professional Service Firm, many years ago. And he uh, introduced this concept to me that keeps my brain spinning, which, in which he speaks about different types of professional services firms. He says that generally they fall into one of three types. There are firms that he refers to as the brain's firms. There are gray hair firms. And there are the efficiency firms. So what does it look like and what differentiates these different firms? So the brain firms are the ones that have a handful of highly paid experts these are really cutting-edge people with cutting-edge uh, knowledge of their their business and they essentially selling themselves they're selling them their knowledge they're selling their consulting and they charge uh, by the hour typically these people will have premium prices so think about maybe um, a criminal attorney who is top-notch at saving uh, mafiosi or think about a doctor who is at the top of their profession, or think about maybe an accountant who is specialized in vintage cars, or something that is really unique, uh, maybe venture capital, something that is unique and they have a special knowledge of, or maybe taxation, maybe it's uh, about offshore taxation, whatever it is. So these are the brain firms. Now, brain firm, what it looks like, typical brain firms, maybe have two or three partners, maybe a little bit more. And then just a couple of secretaries or, you know, or maybe a paralegal just to serve and do some research for them. But essentially, they come to the office, they sell their hours and they go home and they make a very high margin on their services because the overhead is very light. So that's the brains firm. The second type of firm is what Meister calls the gray hairs firm. So think here about maybe a family law firm or maybe a corporate run-of-the-mill corporate law firm that serves small to medium-sized businesses. And these people would come to the law firm and what they expect. They don't expect cutting-edge advice. What they want is someone who knows their stuff, who's not going to screw up the case, who will give them uh, a pat on the back, uh, basically make them comfortable and reassure them that they are in good hands and everything's going to be okay. And they're not going to lose their livelihood. They're not going to have a bad divorce that's going to go against them. And this generally they're, you know, they're not going to be hunted down by the IRS. So that's, uh, that's the service that they're looking for. They want a gray haired professional with lots of experience who will personally hold them, hold their hand and make sure that they, they are okay. Now, what does a firm like that look like? It could be basically it's top heavy in terms of senior people, whether they are partners or just paid employees. So in a typical firm, you would have maybe a few partners, maybe three or four partners. And then you have some senior employees who are not partners because they are not good at finding client, their own clients, but they are great at delivering the service. And then maybe you have some junior staff who will, you know, again, paralegals who will do some digging for them, but essentially it's Either the partners are making their own money and a little bit of a cut on the junior people or they are making their own money and they make a cut on the senior people who are not partners because they cannot kill their own beast. And that's it, basically. So it's it's a little bit more leverage than the brains firm, but, but not that much more. But the third group is the efficiency firm. So efficiency firms basically have the pyramid, the classic uh, professional services firm, pyramid structure. So think about a big four, where you've got a bunch of analysts, or they call them actually assistant auditors. They come in the first year, and they just, uh, they're smart people, but they don't have a clue about auditing, or they're not CPAs, they go through the training, and they just do um, all the busy work. It needs good thinking, it needs uh, intelligent people, because it's not all manual anymore. But essentially, you know, people who will just uh, muddle through and follow the processes and the work for the more senior people. So you have then the, uh, the audit seniors and then you have the managers, senior managers and the partner. So there is a, uh, a path to partnership. It takes anywhere between nine to 15 years, typically. Uh, and it's an up and out uh, system. If you don't make it to the next level, you're going to be encouraged to leave the firm and at the top of the pyramid sit the partners who are essentially making the money on all the levels below them uh, and essentially leveraging the cheap labor, cheaper intelligent labor to get uh, the business done. So this could be an, an accounting firm. It could be a management consulting firm. So think about McKinsey & Company. Same thing. Pyramid structure up and out. You've got a bunch of really intelligent, smart, uh, but inexperienced uh, kids. Who have great ideas and uh, they just follow the process. They work 16 hours a day, and as they uh, go up the pyramid, some of them will become partners, and they're gonna make half a minute, million, a million dollars a year, uh, leveraging all that relatively cheap labor. I mean, Mackenzie's premium price, so no one's complaining. Even the youngsters get paid well, but it's still it's still a leverage uh, structure. Now, in terms of uh, these firms, so what does it look like in terms of profitability in the short term and in the long term? And what does it look like when you want to sell one of these firms? So let, let me go through that. So, uh, profit, short term profitability. So, it's easy to see that the brain firms, provided that they have a name, you know, the partners have a name already and people are seeking them out, they open shop, they sell their hours. A low overhead, so immediately from day one they are profitable, and uh, and and it's basically a high profit, low risk business to be in a brains firm in the short term. A second most profitable is, I believe, the grey hair firm, because in the short term again you've got the partners, they're gonna be doing the work, then they're going to groom some senior employees, maybe they bring them up, they're going to take a cut off the top of the senior employees, but they already know their staff because they have a lot of experience. So not much babysitting required. And then you have a couple of paralegals at the bottom who are going to help as well. Now, because these people are employing people, so their overhead is gonna be higher than the brain firm overhead, but it's gonna be basically up and running from day one, not much business building required. So it's going to be fairly profitable. So I would say number two in profitability short term is the gray hairs. Number three is the efficiency, because the efficiency firm is all about building, building the mass, the muscle mass at the, the bottom levels. So you can only leverage those people if you have a way of attracting good people. It's going to take some time. When I was running my own investment banking firm, it was an efficiency operation just by virtue of I wanted to start a partnership, but no one wanted to partner with me in the early days. And when I got things going, I didn't want to bring on a partner because I felt like I was doing all the work. I'd done most of the heavy lifting already, so it didn't make sense to bring on a partner. So it ended up being an efficiency firm, but it took me several years, probably four or five years before I got good quality employees, the first round. I just you know, employed whoever was willing to work for an unproven firm, which was my firm, and then some of those people left, and then I managed to get better people as my firm started gaining reputation, and it was probably more even than five, it was five, seven years by the time I was getting the top of the crop, the best people in town, they came to us, some of the best people, not all of them. So it was a long investment, and all the while I was paying salaries, I was you know, building out my office, I was uh, making mistakes. So it was very unprofitable at the beginning, but over time it became more profitable, but, but it was a long, uh, long run. So in the short term, I would say efficiency firm is definitely the least profitable firm. Now, what about the long term? What does this look like in the long term? So the picture there is, is different. So in the long term, I would say the efficiency firm has the most uh, profit potential. So, you know, when you have built up your reputation, you build a brand, you have a bunch of good people, then you just have to get you have to feed them with work and they're going to make money for you. So long-term, definitely efficiency firm. I mean, look at McKinsey & Company or the other management consulting firms. Look at uh, the big four. They are all very, very profitable. Second most profitable is the brains firm, I believe, because... Because the Brains firm has so little overhead, uh, it's very resilient. If uh, there is a recession, people will still go to the best people in the business for advice. So the Brains firms will uh, always have clients. They will not have overhead. So in lean times, they can just sell fewer of their hours or maybe cut a little bit prices. But essentially, they're going to be profitable in bad times and good. And thirdly, the gray hair firms, because they will not be seen as the premium provider. They are employing people, but they are not leveraging them so much. So in the long term, the upside for a gray hair firm is fairly limited. The downside is fairly substantial. So in the long term, the gray hair will be the least profitable. Now, what about buyability? So what about the intention and desire for outside parties to buy these firms? I believe that the efficiency firm, again, comes out on top. It's going to be the most viable. Why? Because because there's no risk of losing the, the value of the firm because it's not depending on the, the brains of the company. It's depending on a good culture that attracts talents. It depends on good processes. It depends on the strong brand. So if the owners phase out, the firm can still be very valuable. Number two is the grey hair, because uh, the grey hair uh, will have something to sell, because it's not just the partners. There will be other senior employees, provided they have enough runway uh, beyond the sale. If if it's if you have a bunch of partners in their 60s and all their friends are the senior employees who are also in their 60s, then you're screwed. Your firm is going to be not very sellable, because you'll have a generation no problem there. But if you have, uh, you know, if you're straddling the generations, you've got some senior people in their 50s, in their 40s, in their 30s, and then it's an eminently sellable firm, can be plugged into another firm, and our uh, partners can retire, and the firm with its clientele can be taken over. Now, what about the brains firm? I believe the brains firm will have trouble selling because its partners cannot sell themselves. They want to retire, and since they represent Almost all of the value in the firm. If they stop being active, then the firm is worth nothing. Sometimes the way you sell this firm is you you know you try to bring on some other brains, people, younger people, and you make a deal with them. You allow them to buy themselves in over time, and then whoever is the buyer, they have to believe that the young people will be able to take the baton from you. But again, the young people might go and set up on their own, and there's nothing to sell. So it's a highly risky transition, and I see Brains firms being very hard to sell. So the three types of firms, you got the Brains firms, the gray hair, and the efficiency. Brains are people who are top experts selling their own time with very limited support. So high profitable in the short term, but not much scalability in there. Gray hairs, some partners, mix of partners and senior employees. So there's some leverage on senior employees, but essentially it's all about a lot of gray hairs, a lot of experience. It's not about being cutting edge. It's about being seasoned and uh, providing the comfort to clients that you're going to take care of them. A few uh, junior staff to leverage, uh, but more leverageable than brains. And efficiency is pyramid structure, one or a combination of um, multiple partners and but a lot more. Like 80% of the staff it's going to be, mid-level and low-level staff, you're going to leverage those people. As long as you build a good culture and you build a brand, this is going to be in the long term a very profitable asset for you. It's going to be viable. It's going to be, you can sell it, you can find buyers who want to buy it and you're building uh, an asset. Uh, so what are, what do you want to do? What is your firm like? Give me some comments. I'd love to have questions, comments because it's a topic that I'm very passionate about would love to hear from you. So that was it for today. So Steve Prada, this show is courtesy of uh, Traction Equity. So if you would like to learn more, uh, feel free to check out tractionequity.com. I've got a couple of books that I wrote about my investment banking years, which you can download by clicking on the link. And I look forward to talking to you very soon. Have a great day. This was the Prof Serve Traction Podcast with Steve Prada. To learn how your professional services or technology business could break through the ceiling with EOS, visit TractionEquity.com.